From Sales Loft Podcast, it's No Nonsense Sales with your tour guide through the alphabet wilderness of sales jargon, Tom Boston. Welcome back. It's episode two of No Nonsense Sales. In a nutshell, this podcast takes on the sales jargon, cliches, and nonsense that we all love to hate. We're working our way through them all alphabetically in the form of a B2B sales podcast. This week, we are looking at the unavoidable sales acronym, BANTS. I remember the first time I was asked if I knew how to use BANT when I was new to sales. Uh, Yes, I said very confidently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Only to be Googling it minutes later. And it seemed like such a strange concept to me when I found out what it meant to make sure that every person you're speaking to has a budget Um, before you've worked out if they even need what you have to offer. And then years later, I found that idea so absurd that I was inspired to make a LinkedIn video all about it. Here's a clip. Uh, So then we've got N, need. Do you need this? Do you think you, you need this? Should you not figure out if I need it before you ask me about budget and signing contracts? Well, no, because that would be... Nabat, which, I mean, that doesn't even make any sense. I'm joined on this week's episode by someone who is probably equally as well-known in the sales space as the BANT acronym because he's the CEO and founder of MEDIC. MEDIC is, of course, a framework which is used by sellers globally. It has become the trusted methodology for the world's most elite sales teams, and I look at it as basically a map through the sales process. Now, seriously, grab a pen and paper because some of the things that Andy says in this interview are genuinely going to set you up for success as a seller. Lots of note-taking. He's what I would describe as a true thought leader in the space because he's been a seller, a manager, and now, of course, a leader. Uh, Here's how I got on with the man behind it all. He's also a really nice bloke. This is Andy White. What do you think it is about an acronym that that salespeople like love. What is that? Yeah, this is this is one of those this is one of those questions that makes me sort of borderline on offending your entire audience immediately, right? It's like one of those things. But you know, I'm a salesperson, so I kind of speak for myself. Um, you know, we're typically typically we like shortcuts. Typically, we like things that are kind of easy to remember. I think acronyms, me personally speaking, they they help me kind of get my head around it quickly, um, and then you know. From there, I can, uh, you know, kind of dig into it a little bit more. I remember when I started at at Oracle, uh, they're like TLA, you know, three letter acronym central. And it's like, you know, they've they've almost got acronyms for the acronyms, right? (laughs) So you think it's that then? So it's easy to remember and it's something that salespeople can implement easily because we're we're always looking as salespeople for things to make our job easier and, uh, and to get to the sale quicker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, you know, like, I, I think in our industry, I talk about this a lot, but I think efficiency of like the time to close is the biggest untapped opportunity for all salespeople. We always talk about top of the funnel. We talk about, you know, uh, to a lesser degree, we talk about conversion rates and, and average contract value. We've spent very little time as an industry talking about time to close. So efficiency for me is like a huge, huge one. And if so, picking up on that, then efficiency. Uh, have you got any kind of top tips for for reps who might be listening to this who who want to be as efficient as possible? Like, what do you do in your in your kind of day to day? 
Yeah. Well, this this is this is a this could be a whole episode in itself. I, the, the thing I think I'll say is it all comes back to like planning. And and the thing to remember is that if you've if you've got a good deal in terms of your your opportunities qualified with your customer, then and you're you know you're on your path to closing it, then the customer is going to be only more happy that you've kind of organized and planned and structured that route to signature. And I should I should say really say the route to go live because that's what the customer really cares about. They don't care about the signature as much as we do. So for me, it's like, you know, the tip there is to to get to a point in the first place where, you know, you're in you're in parallel, you're in sync with your customer that we're, you know, we're doing this together. You know, this is this is this is where we're going. And then kind of making sure that you kind of reverse engineering backwards from the go live date. Hopefully there's a compelling event you've attached to that so that every kind of step sort of lines up with that that day. And if you if you take that mindset, you'll be amazed at how much more efficient you become, how much more time stay, like, you know, those those calls with legal procurement stick because they know that if they slip, it's going to push the next thing out and so on and so on. So efficiency is all about planning, I think. I couldn't agree with you more. And I really picked up on there the fact that you said that the 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 buyer doesn't care about when the contract is signed, right? And that's we think about that a lot as uh, as salespeople. So aligning yourself with their with their wants and needs is is so important. Now that takes me quite nicely onto my next question because before we hit record, uh, we were talking a little bit about some of the things that that we agree on and our similarities. Okay, and not just in not just in looks because obviously we could we could easily be we could be brothers, right? But um, what what we were saying is like. You know, we we do think similarly in a lot of ways, and I know that I've heard you speak in the past about the um, the most important part of medic being around the identification of of pain points. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, you know, as soon as I heard you say that, I was kind of like hands up. Well, well, me too, right? Yeah. Because that because actually, uh, that's what I built my kind of brand around, and that's what I realized I needed to do to have really good conversations with with my buyers so yeah. um, it'd be great if you could um, delve into that a little bit more and yeah. is that still is that still the case would you say that's the most important part of of medic yeah well it's an interesting one because if you kind of zoom out and you you look at like across all of medic or medpic everyone would agree that the most important element overall is the champion and and i think that's like pretty obvious why but the point i always make is that you can't get a genuine champion without there being a vested interest for them. There needs to be something in it for them. And of course, that's typically going to be tied to pain. And so you've got to find the pain that is relevant to the person that's going to be your champion. Otherwise, they're not going to be a proper champion for you. So it's kind of a bit of a catch-22 in some regards. But yeah, pain has to come first. People always say to me, well, like, you know, what about if it's someone that's bought from me before or something like that? It's like, yeah, sure. Someone might trust you as an individual and and want to have a meeting with you because, you know, you've done great for them before with a a previous solution you work with them on. But they're not going to just, just because they like you, spend some of their budget on it. So you have to then still find the pain. So pain is, yeah, pain is is really, really important. And I always say it like this, you know, there's there's identifying the pain, which is quite easy some of the time. Sometimes the customer already knows they've got it sometimes. Then there's kind of like what most of our industry does, which is they kind of indicate to the customer how much the pain is costing them. So that's normally like ROI or business case. But what the really elite salespeople do is they implicate the customer in the pain. And so that's when they really make the customer feel like, wow, okay, this is, yeah, I'm really connected to how much this hurts. And therefore, of course, that drives urgency, which of course we know is a thing that really propels deals into action, into, into taking place. So great. Now it's, uh, it's, it's great to hear you speak about that because I think that like, 
if you get into that mindset of of having that pain kind of uh, you know entangled throughout the process, and then you're you know you're going to see more success. So I, I'm a, I'm a true believer in that. So it's great to hear you talk about it. Um, but um, I want to steer away from from something I know that works, which is medic, because we <laughs> uh, we use it at Sales Loft and yep. uh, organizations around the world use it. But I want to talk about the B word, and it's an acronym that I don't believe works. It's uh, it's BANT. Um, and I'd love to get your kind of gut reaction on uh, yeah. on the BANT acronym. What what does that mean to you in the modern in the modern day and age? It's 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 uh, you, you're not going to be surprised. I'm not a fan of BANT. Um, I tell you one of the reasons. More, I've all, I've never really been a fan of it, but but recently since buying technology ourselves at, at our company, I feel it 10x more. This kind of idea, and I don't just feel it as well. It's it's the team that feels it. You know, particularly around the A, the authority part of things, where like. I'll, I'll, I'll follow up with one of the teams. Say, hey, you, you looked at you know ABC Tech today. What did you think? And they can't even begin to talk about it because they're like so annoyed that the salesperson was trying to bant them over the head with like trying to find out basically you know who who's the person with the you know budget, the authority. Those are the worst two parts, I think. And so I've I've never really seen it work for me as a salesperson. I definitely didn't see it work for me as a sales leader, um, and and then as a as a buyer, worst of all, absolutely worst of all. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to be right at the top of the acronym there, the the B as as budget, you know, what what an amazing place for that to be. The the first thing you would have a conversation about. Now, you know, on the flip side, and to play devil's advocate, I can kind of half see, you know, you don't want to waste your time on someone who uh, who maybe doesn't have the resources to to work with you. And um, but I know that when I started at Sales Loft, they were kind of like. Nobody has budget, so so don't worry about bands. Yeah. Um, and I liked that a lot. You know, it, it kind of calmed me down, and I realized, you know what? I don't have to make sure that every single person I speak to has a big pot of money um, mm. that they're just waiting to uh, just speak to me about. Now, uh, the one that's in there, and I think that you'll agree with me on this, is is the need, right? And I mm. and I think that's obviously still super relevant in this uh, in this day and age. Um, but what about, what about the rest of it then? Like timeline, is that, is that important to, th- to think about when you're, you know, yeah. you're in the well, process? So, so this is going back this, where, where I think it majorly falls down other than the fact that it kind of makes, puts salespeople in a position where they, they seek answers to questions that are thoroughly frustrating for customers to have to answer a and B um, the customers learn nothing in the process of being bantered, right? They, they're just being interrogated. Some people call it discovery, it's interrogation. So aside from that, and then we take a step back, you, you made the point about not having budget, you know, whoever, whatever person's listening to this, imagine that loom escape in your industry, whether it's marketing, sales tech, security, whatever it is, those, those, those like, like screens with plethoras of logos, right? You're basically anticipating that your customer, when you start banting them, knows what you do so that they can define whether they need what you've got. But we know that in marketing technology, there's like 10,000 solutions. In sales tech, there's probably a thousand. In security, there's about 500. And so it's like, are we expecting our buyers now to really, truly know what it is about what we do that they need or not? 
No, of course not. So what we're actually assessing the need on is whether they actually need the category. And then how do you then how do you then do any kind of like differentiation? You're you you basically might as well just stick like a you know one of those chatbots. Let's get like an AI version for sales and just get them to ask the question. So that that's that. So but to, to, more to your question about the need. I think that's really it. It's like we don't the, the customers won't know that they need what we've got, particularly what's good about what we've got until we actually go through a process of educating them. And that that for me is why why you know ban is is so tricky to to do because you're leading with kind of it should come after the effect. You should be thinking about these things after you've shown that you can provide true value to the customer. It's that V word that always comes up when I'm speaking to people, the, the value, right? And uh, yeah. com- completely agree with you. You're almost throwing it to your um, to your buyer, right? What do you think this is, this is worth? But actually, let's talk more about, and it's again, like go back to medic, it's those pain points, right? Yeah. It's what can we do to help uh, to help serve you? Now, uh, if, you, uh, if you see a Bant bot on, uh, on a website that pops up, you heard it here first. <laughs> we're going uh, to take credit for that one. Yeah, yeah, quickly trademark it. <laughs> so, um, Andy, I'm going to put you on the spot here because I realised that we didn't have this conversation offline. But um, this is a fairly new podcast, and, and yeah. I've and I've had this idea of every single episode um, ending with uh, with a song. You know, I like a good I like a good song. You can see that from my LinkedIn profile, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I wanted it to be the song that would inspire salespeople to uh, to cold call. Right, and we're going to end um, this podcast with that song. Have you got one in mind? I know that I've not asked you this, and I'm doing it live. Yeah. But have you got a song in mind? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there's, there's, like, I, I'm, I'm the guy that um, listens to, has a favorite song, and listens it to death. And so, what tends to happen anytime I was as a salesperson in quarter end, and I'd be, you know, back in the day, you know, traveling to to meet the customer, to sit, you know, outside the procurement office, outside, you know, my champions office, they, all those things. You're lurking around, basically, just trying to make the deals happen. I would have the same song probably repeating over and over, and it'd be a song I like. So what would naturally happen is I'd associate these songs with like winning deals. So I've got like a whole Spotify playlist of winning songs. So that that question for me is really difficult because there's like that there's like a playlist. But the one that the one that I think I like, uh, the one that I think sort of fits that the most is one that I don't think many people would have heard of. It's certainly one that you know I've not heard of that much. It's it's um it's called Cloud Busting by Just Us. I don't know if you know that one, but it's like it's it's just got a real up tempo beat to it. And I can kind of imagine you know your listeners listening to that and kind of if they're getting in the zone to do some cold calling or hyping themselves up for a meeting, that's the one that I think can get them in a a kind of good vibe, good smiley vibe. Well, smiley vibes, I am all about, and I uh, I always like listening to new music. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode, uh, Andy. And uh, this is Cloud Busting by Just Us. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. There's a boy I know. He's the one I dream of Looked into my eyes Take me to the clouds above What? What do you mean it's the wrong song? Cloud busting? What am I singing? Clouds above You can hear the actual track that Andy picked right now By checking out the No Nonsense Sales playlist on Spotify 
And don't forget to subscribe now to the No Nonsense Sales podcast on your favourite podcast player or by visiting salesloft.com slash podcasts.